Hello, and welcome to Connecting with Mike and Adrian. We will explore stories and personal experiences that have strengthened our connections in hopes that they strengthen yours. Hello, and welcome to Connecting with Mike and Adrian. We are your hosts, Adrian Olson and Mike Olson. Happy Independence Day. Today is the 4th of July here right? in the United States. So today we thought we would talk about everyday heroes. I thought that was a great idea you had. Yeah, it's just these are people I watch for. These are people I aspire to be. And so I thought it would be fitting to talk about them today because heroes don't always wear capes. That's right. Right. And, and they're not always superheroes, though, if I were to pick a superhero, that I would like want to emulate would probably be Spider-Man. Spider-Verse is now out, uh, the second one, and, and I got to see Spidey-Verse, I should say. And what I like so much about Spider-Man is that he's so humble. If I were to look at all the superheroes out there, he's the most humble uh, character that I see on these on these shows, right? And then he does these just crazy things, flying building to building and helping people, but he's just always humble. He never has that ego as part of his thing. So I think as we look to society uh, who are these heroes that don't wear capes and maybe don't jump building to building, but do amazing things? Yeah. Now, one of our favorite downtime, pastime uh, things to do is to sit and just binge some TV. Right. And I love to watch me some home and garden, you know, <laughs> yep. home home renovation and all that. And lately we've seen some really great shows yeah. about what they would call hometown heroes, or we're talking about everyday heroes, like people who are just everyday heroes. So one show that we were binging with the kids uh, actually might've been on Netflix. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. uh, And it was called Instant Dream Home. And the show would choose a deserving family. Right. And they would go in with a team of hundreds of people. They'd, They'd have a... Uh, someone helping them to right, get someone's the, on the inside to to get the family somewhere else for the day, and in twelve hours, just one day, uh, the awake time of one day, right? They completely redid their entire house, usually inside and out, right? Like the landscape, the hardscape, the painting, any constructing of beds or uh, cool stuff like that. In one day, and then the family comes home, and their entire lives have changed. Yeah, they're they're blown away, and you know these makeovers are fabulous. I mean, they're they're not extreme, but they are extreme as far as the change for those families, right? I mean, well, we spend so much time in our home. We do that that for someone to invest. It's made a drastic change for them. They come home and they're like, oh my gosh, you did this for us. And and they have spent their lives or the most recent years giving to others. And it's these are the families that are usually chosen. And, and it's nice to see them getting something back, which then invigorates them to do more. But right. That, them, that for right? sure is the biggest point. Yeah. These people are vetted. These families are chosen because they're everyday heroes for someone else. Right. And then the idea is... Because they give and give and give of themselves, someone is actually giving back to them, which Mm -hmm. increases their impact, really. Right. It really does. Because then their home life is better and they can give more and more. 
to, yeah. the, to their community, which is so inspiring, I it, think. It really is. It's been fun to watch those families. And then the other one we've been watching is uh, HGTV Hometown Takeover. And you started watching that show and got me hooked into it. Love that show. That's so good. Where they go in and they take over, they find a city somewhere across the U.S., and they come in and make drastic changes to different parts. So either businesses, main streets, you know. Well, they make they make sure that they that they do three things. Okay. Yeah. To try to revitalize and empower the whole town. Right. They choose key members of the society that are everyday heroes, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about. Right. They do community spaces like parks and places where that community then can gather and be excited about. And they do some key local businesses that are going to bring some economy back to that right. town. So those are the three things. But yeah, our focus today is to talk about the the homeowners that they choose to empower like that other show. Right, right. And, and they do. And, and one of the stories that I remember uh, was of uh, Ty Davies in, in Fort Morgan, Colorado. Uh, he was the football coach, also social studies teacher, but he was so much more than that. I mean, he was like a second father or maybe the only father to some of those kids on the football team, right? If they didn't have that at home. And so he was just a good mentor and figure. And those kids would come in to, to, to their house and they would learn, of course, they talk about football, uh, but they would learn so much more than that. They would do their their homework there, their studies, and they would just bond there and just be a great place to hang out. And so they redid their home. And the the youth were involved in that. The football players were also part of That's that so as well. Cute. It was really cool. So I think as we look back to to growing up, who were maybe some of our, our heroes growing up? Who did you have that you that you can think back to? Well, I was trying to think, you know, I, I think some people's memory is better than mine. It's not that <laughs> I'm positive there were people that I looked up to, mm-hmm. that I emulated, that I wanted to be like. But my first memory is really later when I was in high school. And my friends convinced me that without any experience that I should go out for the cross-country ski team, which is now called Nordic. Right. Uh, Nordic skiing, cross-country. And I didn't, A, own skis or B, had never been on skis and I was encouraged to join. And so I met with the English teacher who was also the cross-country coach. And he's like, yes, my adult daughter and I will will teach you. Please join. Please try. Try a new thing. That's awesome. And I was just like, his his superpower really was that he wanted kids to have a place to belong. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to compete individually, which also could help the team. Right. But it always was about just our own personal betterment, like try to get better each race yourself, which uh-huh. betters the entire team. Right. And so to have somebody, it would have been so easy for a coach to say, oh, you don't play football, you don't play baseball, you don't swim try to join a different team, like join a different sport. Right. And this was like, I was a sophomore or a junior in high school. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Join Join the cross country team. Yeah. We have a whole group and either I work with that group that day or, you know, the experienced skiers all get a workout and go. Right. And we work with this group of new skiers and we'll, we'll teach you how to do it and we'll teach you how to race and we'll teach you how to get better. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Very inclusive. Love that. When I think back, I, I think of, you know, pastors at church, perhaps that inspired me, you know, when I'm going on mission trips and, and 
going, wow, how did they pull this all together? Um, certain teachers or mentors or, or maybe scout leaders, you know, that they were empowering. Um, I, I think of your work as a substitute teacher mm-hmm. and you would talk about parents who would come in yeah. and, and work with the kids and, uh, you know, and, you know, all the volunteers that may come in and help out in the classroom and do prep work and all that kind of thing. And then you've got doctors and nurses and those kind of people. And so, I mean, there's just so many out there. But when I look back to, to you know, like my youth youth, like I'm thinking back elementary, junior high, I was really into baseball. Mm-hmm. And I loved going to the Twins, went to the, you know, the old stadium. And, you know, the I... old, old stadium the where old, the Mall of America is currently right, resides. It was right. an open, open, open air, air outdoor field, baseball field. Yeah. On the fringes of the Twin Cities, which is now encapsulated. The Twin Cities have grown beyond Exactly. That. When that was put in, that was just cornfields or yes. whatever, right? So, yeah. So, way back then. And remember the going there as a kid and just cheering for... Uh, Tony Oliva and Harmon Killebrew. They were my two favorite back then. And, uh, you know, I still have fond memories of them doing their craft. And, you know, here's in the sense of what they did for the game, uh, you know, and also exciting all of us youth about baseball and all of that. And and those are probably two people that I remember from my Well, age. and positive role models right. as yeah, well. Yeah, they were too. indeed. Yeah. For me too, later in life, when we had our own kids, I think for me, some really everyday heroes were always those other moms mm-hmm. that had older kids than ours well, that sure. would share their wealth of knowledge like, you <laughs> right? know, with me. And then we would make decisions on our own, obviously. But I just think that is such a gift to be a giving person like that to not say, oh, well, you know, this is my knowledge. I'm going to keep it. You know, right. you you figured out we're all kind of figuring it out. It's really hard, you know, yeah. but to be generous and to be that everyday hero and say, well, this is what I did. This is what I experienced with my kids. This is what's coming up. This is what you can look forward to. This is what was hard for us right. was so helpful to feel like you had a phone, a friend right. or something, you know, like, Hey, what our kids are talking about cell phones. Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that sounds so simple now, but back then it was like really a big decision. At what age do you give it to them? Do they have texting? Do they not? Do you put controls on it? Like all, all those kinds of things. And it was just so helpful to have someone else to go to and say, what have you done? What worked? And what, what, what tripped you up? Like, what can you give to me that will help me make this decision? It's just so generous and kind and to me, a hero. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with, with the firstborn. It's because it's the your, your firstborn child. These, all these things are new. And to have someone who's been through it already, been through the trenches and, and made those hard decisions, and maybe they learned from somebody else and was mentored by somebody else. I mean, we're always about it on, paying right? it forward. And that's right. kind of why we're even talking about these everyday heroes, these people that give, give of themselves over and above and can be examples, good, good, positive examples of what we can um, go towards probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now books and movies. Oh, they're filled with them. Filled with heroes. Some every day, some not every day, (laughs) but, but I mean, we're big fans. Oh, for sure. For sure. I remember, uh, when Star Wars came out and seeing that in the theater for the first time, and uh, it was a sold-out theater, and there was no room for us to sit. So we actually sat in the aisle 
to they see didn't Star Wars. They didn't kick you out. <laughs> and they, they said, you can't sit here. Yeah. And I said, well, there's no open seats. And so they made everybody stand up and move up and, and crush up all those empty seats that were in between people so there'd be more room Put for people to sit. Put one on an end and one on Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've so, been in so a filled, filled studio in. too, yeah. Because so it, it, was, it was so exciting and the screens were so huge back then. It was, and there the was, sound. The sound, and... yeah, there was nothing like that. And to see Star Wars come to life and to see, you know, Luke Skywalker, you know, as he emerges to be the hero or one of the many heroes in, the, in that saga, I'm just like, wow. Still to this day, our favorites are light and dark, good versus right. evil, the, you know, triumphant exactly. always wins. Yeah. yeah. Kind of stories for sure. And also, you know, Frodo Baggin um, and also what else? Katniss Everdeen from Hunger Games. I mean, there's just so many characters out there that are rising above in these extraordinary circumstances. Now, one of my favorites little movies and i used to show it for um, confirmation retreats is called aquila and the bee yeah and little teeny weeny kiki palmer plays aquila mm-hmm. and she's like a spelling whiz she has this huge aptitude for right. the script spelling bee and not only is she sort of a hero to me in the movie the teacher she gets to coach her mm-hmm is a hero and even the mom trying to overcome their socioeconomic right. their family systems all of that and give her daughter a chance at her dream is sort of a hero yeah in that way and then not to be too much of a spoilers hope you've seen Akila and the bee really at the end she thanks her whole community right for supporting her and being there for her and being her heroes. Yeah, they lifted her up. They oh, pushed her it's on. just if you haven't seen that one, it's a great family movie for probably fourth grade on up. Yep, definitely. Another one I remember is when the kids were younger, were the Incredibles. Oh, that still <laughs> is like my favorite superhero movie. <laughs> It was just so family fun and crazy and just outlandish, the stories. But it was just fun to watch. We we watched that thing so many times. I just think so many life lessons and so many great conversations to have with kids. And mm-hmm. then that Violet, too, struggling with her p- superpower. And right? I mean, just how parallel is that to real teenagers? Mm-hmm. Just trying to find out who they are, what they are, where they are in the world, what direction they're going. I just think there's just so many little tiny messages in The Incredibles that can go a really long way. Relationship conversations and all kinds of things. Yeah. So who are the everyday heroes in your life from your past as a youth and current day? So what are the qualities of a hero or someone who would be an everyday hero? We tried to make a list and it's almost too many qualifiers to name. It is a long list. Yeah. But we came up with bravery, courage, confidence, responsibility, resilience, and compassion, selfless, being kind, humility, which you mentioned in the previous section, dedication, perseverance, a kind heart. Empathy, integrity, compassion, honesty, conviction, determination, loyalty, strength. We could go on and on for days. so many qualities. So many qualities. And each example of a hero 
isn't all of these things. Right. You, you don't have to have it all. There's not a big checkbox. You go, OK, got this, got this. Oh, I got to work on that. Right. Yeah. But if you're thinking about everyday heroes, I bet you could name one or two of these characteristics that they emulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and I think they inspire us. Yeah. They push us to be more. And then sometimes they're, they're the one helping us. They're saving us from something, someone, or ourselves. They're maybe motivating us, encouraging us. They got our back. They're doing things for us. Yeah. A hero could just be someone who stands with you. Yeah. Right? Right. When the bully's there and they stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They become your everyday hero, right? And it's I think it's ordinary people doing extraordinary things to help others that are in need, that need that help. I mean, from maybe a car wreck, let's do an extreme example there, uh, to maybe helping someone who needs help with their groceries out to the car, someone who just doesn't have the strength or just needs an extra hand. Right, right. Or has those little kids and are chasing the kid and like, <laughs> right? how about I push your cart while you find your kids? Or Yeah, right. just... It's- Offering that help. And to watch for this, I think of, boy, uh, about a month ago, Caleb and I were driving home from uh, one of the big box stores and it was like 10 o'clock at night and and we're just about to turn uh, into the residential area we were at and Caleb's like, somebody just fell over on the sidewalk. And, you know, it was like 10 o'clock at night or 1030. It was dark out. And I'm like, what? You know, I didn't see it because I'm watching the road. I'm watching for of cars as, as I'm getting ready to turn. He's like, no, no, somebody just fell on the sidewalk. I'm like, what? And he goes, they're not getting up. I'm like, okay, let's go check it out. So we, so we pull over and we walk over and this person had fallen over and hit the back of their head and had a big goose egg on it. And so we're assessing the situation. And then another car pulls in and it happened to be an, an off-duty EMT. And so she comes in and, of course, she's got her gloves and so she's really all set up. I oh, mean, nice. this, is, this is what she does, right? And But yet she's off-duty. So I'm like, this is just great. She goes, yeah, I saw you guys, and I thought you were in the road because it was so dark. She thought, didn't know we were on the sidewalk. Or if you were the one in trouble. Or we were in trouble or what yeah. was going on. And so then she goes, yeah, and I already called the police. And uh, so they'll be coming and, you know, to check out what's going on and make sure this person's okay. And I thought, wow, that, that was just awesome. I was just inspired to see um, that somebody off-duty was like, yeah, I mean, that is that was her mindset. I'm here to help. Yeah. Well, firstly, I mean, not to toot your own horn too bad, but you guys stopped. We did stop. Which is the first first line of help. Yeah. Right? Someone's got to so, do something. So Everyday heroes just see something and act. Right. Let's just say that first. Yeah, jumping in. First off. It can be something that is just a one-off. Yeah. It could be something that this person does on a regular basis. Right. It could also be something that they've created out of their own self and have created a whole system of help. Right. So so we're talking about a huge spectrum of what an everyday hero could look like. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a couple of friends who are retired, and they volunteer all the time. They do. Now, they have not created their own thing. They just plug in their love and consistency and skill and, most importantly, time yes. to existing programs. And I know they volunteer at the airport. They volunteer at Open Arms Minnesota, which is an incredible program that offers free f- meals to anyone in your family that has, and it could be the entire family, if you have someone with a diagnosis that's on their list. Mm-hmm. And so they go every week 
And sometimes more if there's a need, if they don't have enough volunteers, they get called to come in a second time. Right. They go and they work a shift and they just prep the meals. And then Mm -hmm. someone else, another volunteer comes and drives them out to the families or the individuals that need them. But they've been doing that for years now. And I just think of what a huge impact they're deciding to plug into that organization and do that. What a hero when someone has a sick family member and someone knocks on the door with that free meal they prepared. Right. That's a huge impact. Huge. Yeah. And so you can find somebody who's already created a system for you to plug into. <laughs> right. To, you know, use some time to give give back. I think that'd be a great idea. I also used to teach with a gentleman in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, he, Mr. Law. He has since retired. Yeah. When he retired, he still wanted to serve the families of Minneapolis, and he created a program called 363 Days Food Program because he saw our students coming to school hungry. Right. And their breakfast or their lunch was possibly the only meal they were going to get that day and then worry about those kids over the weekend. Yeah. He created a sustainable system where people make sandwiches. So this is not anything fancy. It's not reheatable, but it is. It's food. It's a meat and cheese sandwich, basically, is Mm -hmm. what it is. And then he takes them in coolers and drives the streets of Minneapolis all night passing out sandwiches. That's amazing. He has passed out over 600,000 sandwiches a year. Wow. That's a huge impact. And he developed this whole system. You can go on his website. You could figure out how to make, there's a specific way to make the sandwiches. Right. You know, so that they're safe and hygienic and, and how to donate them to them to get them to the families. So he just is an everyday hero. He was a hero to his students when he taught. Oh, for sure. Incredible teacher. And now he is still showing up for an entire community in a way that is beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That's so neat. So neat to see people do that. And it's small and large ways, right? I mean, it's a person that's just doing the work that needs to be done. It could be for one person. It could be for large groups of people. But it, it's it's doing the work, right? It's getting it out there and getting done to make the world a better place, you know, to protect, to help save, to do what needs to be done, and and to do it without looking for notoriety or fame or repairment. You're just doing it because it's calling to your heart. It's the right thing to do. Now, one that I love, I don't know if you, um, I watch some YouTube videos every now and again. <laughs> I'm not a huge TikToker, but I do like my YouTube videos. Sure. And I've come across this gentleman named Reggie, and Reggie's thing is sing with me. Wow. And so most of the videos I've seen, it's just Reggie and his guitar, a little amp, standing on a street corner, usually like a big city like New York or Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. And his t-shirt actually says, sing with me. <laughs> okay. And he is going on his guitar and he's singing. And now he's even got like a whole, like the words and some, you know, if you name a song, like, hey, what what song do you want to do? Oh, and sure. he'll, he'll just call to the all the pedestrians. Hey, you want to come sing with me? Wanna, hey, want to sing with me? And he'll get individuals or groups of people to come and sing with him. The coolest thing is... When they're done, 
he always turns to them and says, how do you feel now that you sang with me? Right. I was like, well, to me, that's like the ribbon on the top of the present or whatever, Mm -hmm. because he's sort of tying it back. And a lot of times they have to think about it. You're like, oh, I didn't really want to do it, but now I feel pretty good. Or I feel right. I feel more confident or that was really fun or I feel cheered or excited. It, it, they always say something very interesting. Yeah, because music is inspiring, uplifting. Sometimes it's sad, but, but it's always emotional. It's always tying into you. Well, and also maybe they were scared to try it. Right. Or to do it. And then they really felt good about themselves. So yeah. I think a hero can make us feel better about our situation, better mm-hmm. about our day, be uplifting, be an encourager. It could be all those little, those littler things. Right. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, either going that extra mile, extra 10 miles, the little things that you're talking about that just help lift us each day, you know, and just doing the self-sacrificing and inspiring others. That's, Small and large things. So. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the huge thing. What are some qualities that you look for in a hero or people who have been examples of everyday heroes in your life? So in this last section, how do we become an everyday hero? What what is that? What are those qualities? What are those superpowers? And, And I think we need to to find what our superpowers are and maybe be a little introspective and go, hmm. What, what can I do? What can I add? Or what can I learn so that I can add? And Yeah, I don't think society teaches us to look at what we're really good at. Right. And how that could be a benefit to ourselves, our lives, and our world. Because we all have gifts, and they're different, thank goodness, that we all are good at different things. And so I think, you know, as I look at my life and go, hmm, what are the things that I'm good at? And what are the things that I'm not good at? And maybe I want to work on, right? So that I can become better at those things. And then what are those things that could maybe help others that I am good at? And, and don't they say something about like where your talent or skills meet a need in the world? That's something. Yeah. You mean I like, like strength finder or. Yeah, something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, so like to. Think about ways you could be someone's hero or how you could be more heroic. You kind of need to think about what are your strengths or what what is something you're good at. Yeah, because what what can you give, right? What can you give? Yeah, because my gift would not be, you know, during doing surgery for somebody to help them out, right? That's not my gift. That's not my training. Right. Would not attempt that. But what are the things that I can do? Well, there are definitely some things that I can do. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really observant. I just pay attention. I notice things. And so I notice things that maybe aren't safe all the time. I mean, they just it just catches my eye. I'm like, oh, that's not right. And then then I speak up or, and, and or take care of it. And, and I've always been a maker or a fixer. That's probably my strongest qualities, I would think of, as I look at uh, superpowers that I may have, is that I just make stuff. I'm very creative, and I so I find solutions for things that need to happen. Or if something is broken, you know, how do you fix it? Hey, Mike, I don't know how to fix this. Can you help me fix this? I get that a lot because that's what I do. I just know how to fix things. And so that's kind of – I'm always looking for those ways as I go out in the world. How can I fix this? And I think possibly 
our superpower could change over time. And as we gain different tools in our toolbox. Right. For me, I've always been organized. Yeah. Personally organized. (laughs) Right? I like to do things in the same, the right order. I like to keep my stuff in containers. You know, I'm very organized. In that can be my superpower where I can see things at work or at home that can be more efficient Mm -hmm. or can be better organized for the betterment of not only myself, but a group. Right. So that can be my superpower. And lately with my most recent job, I feel like my superpower is I'm able to bear the weight of other people's stories. Yeah. You hear a lot. I hear a lot. And... I am able to just sit and be with them and to hear them and to see them and to validate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think to be an everyday hero, there's some things that we need to to think about too. I think, I think you have to have the mindset of a hero to be ever present and aware of what is going on around you. Like, like, we're, we all get busy in our daily lives and we've got a long, long task list that we're trying to punch through and get done with. And I think the problem is when we when we get so focused on our own stuff that we miss the world around us and we don't see the person that maybe just needs two seconds, five seconds, 30 seconds of your time to be helped. It, it can be that simple. But when we have those blinders on and we're not thinking that way, we're not being open to the idea of helping people, then then we can't. I think also kind of comes alongside that is selflessness. Mm -hmm. To be an everyday hero, I think you have to sometimes put the good of the group or the good of someone else in front of your own need. Right. To To be selfless and to be willing to give whatever it is, time, money, your skill, your talent, um, your attention, and so along with noticing, yeah. then it's then being willing to give that to right. being selfless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Another is to, you know, see injustice and have moral judgment. When something isn't right that's occurring, speak up, do something, make that change, help to affect a better change to not just let it go by. Don't just ignore it, right? To, to, to plug in. And to help someone who's suffering and act. And if we cannot overthink our response to acting or actually stepping in to help. Because I think we can get in our heads. We can get in our own heads and think, oh, somebody else is going to do it. Or um, maybe that's not my place. Right. Well, like you at the post office. I mean, how many people were in their heads when you were there at the post office and and you happened to be the one who stepped up first and, and did something to help that person get their packages figured out. Yeah. So try not to overthink. And then if you can offer your help, right, someone could always refuse it. And then you'd be like, okay, well, at least I took the step forward. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you don't know. The answer is always no if you don't ask. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then I think basically helping others. Just It's just doing it, right? See what needs to be done. Don't, don't wait to be told. Don't wait to be asked. Just step in, do it. Help those around you. Help those you love. Just jump in. Yeah. And we've said this before, like, you know, with the grocery store or whatever, just be kind to other everyone, even strangers. Yeah. Just being kind in this day and age would be called 
a superhero. I think so too, because we, we don't know what people are carrying. We don't know what's weighing on them. We don't know what, what they left when they left home. They, we just have no idea. So being kind, boy, that can really help brighten someone's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like you talked about finding a cause that you believe in, just get out there. You know, you don't have to start your own thing, but you could if you were passionate about it. Right. right? Absolutely. It could turn into something. It turned into something. So don't don't run away from that. If you if you feel a tug, you know, maybe maybe go for it. Um, but certainly plug into those things that you know you can do to help. Maybe you have friends that you know that volunteer somewhere and you could ask if you could come along. Right. Yeah. Why not? Make it a fun event. You don't even have to find your own, like tag along <laughs> with someone, right? And right. see if, if that's your jam. Yeah. Say, hey, I see you're doing these things. I, I'd like to plug in and help out. And then, and after, hey, let's go to dinner and talk or whatever, you know? Yeah. Just think of the possibilities. Right. Yeah. yeah. And inspire others. Look to inspire others. I know this is something that I enjoy doing. I, I, I look for people who are maybe not feeling inspired. You can tell they want to do something and they're holding back. And just to give them that that little bit of encouragement if they're unsure to help them find their steady ground and to do that which they want to do, you know, uplift them. Yeah. So if you had to tell someone today, what would you say is your superpower or what has been a superpower for you in the past that could propel you into being someone's everyday hero? And... Thank you, Everyday Heroes. Thanks for being there. You make our world a better place. And now it's time for Word of the Day with Mike. All right, here we go. I love this word. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Don't use it very often, but when I see it, it just makes me smile. It's altruism. A-L-T-R-U-I-S-M. This is the regard for others, both natural and moral, devotion to the interests of others. I love that. Devotion to the interests of others. Raising them up, maybe you're not being first like Adrian was talking about, and brotherly kindness, altruism. I think that's just a a great way to live. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this episode encourages you to explore ways to deepen and strengthen your relationships. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or listen to us on our website, connectingwithma.com. Remember to hit the like button and tell a friend.